The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Do you love watching live TV but are tired of your huge cable bill? Sling TV has the same top cable channels for as little as half the price, so you can save hundreds of dollars while still watching your favorite sports, news, reality TV, and more. Ditch cable and get Sling's total live streaming solution with free local channels. Setup and installation are included. Make the smart choice and switch to Sling TV. Get the best of cable for the best price. Learn more at sling.com slash cut cable. That's sling.com slash cut cable. Setup and installation included with $49 down and $20 a month for 12 months. Restrictions apply. This is the intro jingle. This is the K-Pop Devok Show with Eric Nam. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the hottest show in the world. This is the K-Pop Tabak Show. My name's Eric Nam, and I look and feel like a hot mess. I'm feeling tired. I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to the show. And if you are not watching this show, if you're listening to it audioly, audibly, audio. If you're listening to this show just via audio on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, thank you. You can listen all the way through. But if you are uh, wanting to see some video of me looking like a a mint chocolate chip ice cream bucket, uh, you can go to Facebook Watch and watch the full episode. Welcome to the show. Today, we have a lot to talk about. We have to talk about KCON. We have to talk about me. We have to talk about a lot of different groups. A lot of life developments that are happening for myself and for K-pop. A lot of K's. But yeah, welcome to the show. Hope you guys have been well. If you have noticed, if you're watching this visually, I'm in a single solitary chair. An orange chair that I, we will never see again. And I'm in orange shorts and a, again, a mint chocolate chip ice cream shirt. Because this is what it's cool these days. That's what the kids tell me. Um, so why does the set look bare and naked? Naked and afraid. It's because um, we are in the process of moving. So we're moving. We're breaking everything down. As soon as this shot, this is shot, we're breaking everything down. And I think I'll be shooting from home for a few weeks. So uh, you guys get an inside look into my magnificently disgusting home. Because it is so tidy. It's disturbingly messy. Um, I'm a little nervous to show it to you guys, but you guys will get a chance to see it. Anyways, that's coming up in a few weeks. Uh, Today, what are we talking about? We're not talking so much about new releases, but we're talking about this 
thing called KCON. You guys might have heard of it. You guys might have been to one. You guys might have watched it recently. And the reason we're doing it is because a lot of people are asking for it. A lot of people are asking me to talk about KCON. Um, so here it is. This is a special about the most spectacular, magnificent MC presenter, host, singer, songwriter in the world ever. His name is Eric Nam. That's me. Welcome. I want you to title it that. We're going to title it K-Pop Tabak Special. The most magnificent, splendid, talented MC host ever. Semicolon Eric Nam. How many letters is that? 13, 13 letters in one title. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 13 words in a title. Also, I look like a... I mean, I know I look like a snack, but <laughs> I know I look crazy right now. Um, I've been so sleep deprived that I woke up this morning, jumped on a call. I went back to bed. I was running around town trying to find clothes for my music video that I'm shooting this week. Just, I haven't shaved. My eyes feel puffy. And I'm wearing a mint ice cream shirt. This is a great day. This is a great show. All right, so let's just get started. So, KCON. This is, I don't know how many KCONs I've been to. I don't know how many I've performed at. I've done a lot. I've done a lot in New York. I've done LA. I've done Mexico. I've done this new digital thing. I've done a lot of things. And I, um, KCON, to be very honest, is uh, is kind of like this point of, of uh, KCON is one of those things where it's a cool thing. <laughs> KCON is like summer camp for K-pop kids, right? You go, you let your K-pop flag fly, you meet your friends, you sing some songs, you have some bonding moments, you sweat together, you you sing together, you cry together, you get matching tattoos, except I never did and I never will. And um, and then you go home and then you're like, oh man, that was a great experience. And you remember that time when, when Camp Counselor Roger hooked up with Camp Counselor… <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I never went to summer camp, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but anyways, this year was done differently. It was called K Contact, and it was done digitally. It was seven days, and you had to pay money to watch it. Um, and they had like thirty something teams perform, and they asked me to MC it, and I was very hesitant because, like, I don't know. Like, I MC and I host every once in a while. If I find something very compelling about it or like I really want to, you know, I'm either really bored or I really am interested in a project or, you know, there are a bunch of different factors. But like I was like on and off about emceeing KCON this year because um, I just, I haven't been really feeling like it. I just haven't. But anyways, long story short, I become the MC of KCON for this year. And I was like… A little bit stressed because I'm meeting so many groups that I've never met to my recollection. And that means that's a lot of new kids that I have to know and meet and and host. And I don't know about you guys. I don't know what your perception of MC hosting is. But that stuff is not easy. It's not easy, especially when it's live. It's pre-recorded, taped, a podcast, it's easy. Like I could sit here. We could talk about stuff. If If I say something wrong, I could cut it out. If I say misinformation, I can cut it out. But 
when it's live, you don't have that. It's out there. It's in the world. So there's like a lot of stress that goes into it. And, um, but I, I ended up doing it. The hardest thing was, you know, first day we get there at 6 p.m. I was there till 2 a.m. So that's what, eight hours. And that's, we end at 2 a.m. Then I have to go home. I got to take all my makeup off, get all this hair gel out, shower, decompress. Like I'm going to bed at like 4.35 a.m. every day for a week. That's miserable. That's camp. That's camp. What kind of camp did you go to? Church camp. You did not do that at church camp. Korean church camp. Really? I guess I did go to that. I don't know if we did that. I was like, love you, Jesus. I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Go to bed. All right. So, I mean, I was just exhausted. And people, all the online stuff was like, man, this dude looks exhausted. This looks tired. I was like, that's because I am. And I was. And um, I just, I don't know if I was like particularly excited about doing it. Let's just be very honest and put it out there. This is my podcast. I try to be as honest as I possibly can with you guys. I wasn't excited. I wasn't thrilled about it. But I ended up doing it. And so I'm there. and. You know, it was an experience. If anything, though, I'm I'm glad I got through it because I met a lot of new people and I met a lot of new hubes, um, who I otherwise probably would not have met. And if I mean, I feel like I've shared on this show enough that I don't listen to K-pop all the time. I listen to so many other different things because at a certain point, to me. K-pop has kind of started to sound the same in some ways. Like, especially like idol music. Yes. Like that is an overarching blanket statement. And I don't want people coming out of the woodworks like, you can't say that. It's like, well, I can say that if you just don't take me literally to the bone. Like, come on, guys. All right. If you are going to do that, have at it. This show and, and I am not for you. That is fine. But like if we don't have the ability to take liberties when we speak, then like this show is never going to end because I will have to qualify and quantify everything. And that is not the point of why I live. So get over it. (laughs) All right. I'm just being real. All to say, K-pop to me recently hasn't like excited me in many ways, um, sonically speaking. And so I think at a certain point, like I kind of, stopped listening to a lot of stuff but being at KCON watching a lot of the new newer acts newer groups come out do their thing um, just kind of made me realize again how talented people are how talented and how hardworking these auto groups are because you know I was there from like what 6 to 2 a.m. but these kids were there some of them I'm not kidding were there from like 3 a.m. till 2 a.m. like Almost 24 hours there because, you know, parts of it are pre-recorded. Parts of it are live. Uh, They have rehearsals. They have other corners and segments they're doing. So, like, they're putting in so much, so much work as well. So, I think I've just been, I've been in the system for so long that I've kind of graduated the system in a way. Like, I feel like I've gotten to a point where my seniority and my age have allowed me to kind of do things in a way that's a little more comfortable. But watching these kids who have just recently debuted or who are still not, have not quote unquote made it, some of them, um, just made me think back to my earlier days and the grind and the excitement of 
of trying to build a career in K-pop. British Airways is proud to welcome you to our home, to the thrills of London and the hills of Scotland, to delicious roasts and stunning coasts. Then explore Paris and Madrid and roam around Europe. Devour the art and savor the food, or just shop and shop until you flop into bed. Take off to Britain and beyond. Book now for 2021 and change later with our flexible booking options. Terms apply. Visit ba.com for details. Um, so again, to go back to it, to to simplify, yes, I was admittedly not like super stoked about emceeing for seven days until 2 a.m. But we did it. Met a bunch of new kids. Reconnecting with some old ones. And uh, it was a good time. I had a good time. And by the end of it, I think the staff and I had a great rapport. And we were… It was kind of like… A lot of it was tongue-in-cheek. And everybody's like, We want to go home. I was like, Yeah, but this is your job. And we're stuck here till 2. And then you got to break down. You got to clean up. And people were like… But you know, that's, that's work. That's also entertainment. Like entertainment… We don't work normal hours. Nobody works normal hours here. Um, so that's just kind of like the lay and the law of the land. Um, so let's break it down. Some of the teams that I met that stuck out to me. Um, and it was one thing that was kind of weird is a lot of kids… Like when I walk in, I'm always like intimidated by kids. And I say kids because I am… I guarantee you I was the oldest person… That was on screen for all of KCON. I don't want to date myself to prehistoric like days. But a lot of these kids are really, really young. So. Um, and we've a lot of them I've never met. Like ever. So everybody's inside. Everybody's saying hello. Everybody's doing whatever. And like I'm like… There's like again… 10 of these kids and there's one of me. And they're like… I'm like oh my god. I don't know what to do. Just like… I don't know what in my hands. I just like, <laughs> I just kind of like freeze. I'm like, eh, hi, nice to meet you. Let's have fun, guys. And then it's like after we do the live segment, everybody's like, thank you. I say thank you. It's been good. And then there's always like one or two kids who be like, I'm such a big fan of yours, and I practice your song a lot, and that's how I like made it into the company. It's like, oh, thanks. Now are you lying to me just to make me feel better? <laughs> If you are, I appreciate it. Keep doing it. Um, no, it was it was like very, very… It was cute. It was endearing. And um, it's like one of those cool full circle moments where like… As a singer myself, like I know I had that moment where I was like… I met somebody. I was like, oh my god, I sang your song. This is how I auditioned and this is blah, blah, blah. And they're probably like, oh yeah, okay. I've heard that a billion times. But like to me still, I'm meeting somebody that I looked up to or I had sang their songs for so long. And for me, it was like such a cool moment. And uh, to have younger singers come say that to me was like a very like weird but also cool. And um, I don't want to say rewarding but like it was just like a a neat moment. And it happened like every day from a different group. Um, There is one kid who I remember… I think his name is Y. He's in Golden Child. And there again, there are like a bunch of these kids who are doing this. But he sticks out because I remember he kept sticking… Popping up on my on my Twitter feed. And fans were like, you have to like say hi. Like please say hi. He's so excited to meet you. And 
after Golden Child left, he like came back. He's like, I just have to say I'm the biggest fan and you're awesome. I was like, oh, thanks. Thank you. Happy birthday, why? Happy birthday. Um, so it's cute. Like, and then, you know, it was fun. Like, as much as I like complain about work sometimes, like it was a good time. I had a good time. I met a bunch of new people. And um, it was good to see like the rising stars of K-pop and the future of K-pop. A lot of these kids. So it was really cool. Um, one team that I was excited to finally meet was 80s. And you guys know, if you guys have been listening to the show for a while, I've always shouted out 80s because I think they're super talented and I think they have a bright future. And so as soon as I walked into the studio, they all like stood up and like, thank you so much. Nice to finally meet you. And we know we've only, this is our first time meeting you, but like we know that you've said great things about us and you've shared like your thoughts on us. And we really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much. And it means a lot. Like, oh yeah, of course. And then in the back of my head, I was like, well, you should come on Tebok show and say it yourself. But, you know, maybe that day will come. But all to say, now we know for a fact that this quote unquote podcast that I've made up, that I've qualified as a podcast, it gets out there. <laughs> <laughs> the impact is huge, guys. We've made it, Tebok fan. You guys, we've made it together. Thank you guys. So that happened. Um, I also ran into… I also hosted uh, Stray Kids. And Felix and Chan like… I think I shared this like way early. When I first met Stray Kids. Like they were just super like nervous. And like… I just remember some of them were like… Didn't know what to do when they came to like Insa at a music show. They were just like kind of like freaked out. And I was like please calm down. Like you're making me like really nervous. But like, um, they're like, oh my gosh, hi. And, but they've obviously, they've been doing this for a while. So they seemed a lot more comfortable. And then Felix and Chan, um, they were like, oh, we just watched the, the thing we, you did with uh, Young K. Like, we really liked that. And I was like, well, you can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can come on the show too. JYP. So… I was like, yeah, come on anytime. You guys are more than welcome. But it was nice because like when we're sitting there, like this is with every group. When we're sitting there before we go live, um, it's usually like there are groups who are very quiet, who don't say anything. They're just sitting there quiet. There are other groups who talk to each other and they like kind of chat with each other. And then I'm usually just by myself, just like quietly sitting there. And it's in those moments where I'm sitting there and I was like, man, I wish Jamie was here. Or man, I wish Kevin was here. Because it reminds me a lot of ASC. Like essentially what we're doing is like very similar to ASC. It's just I'm doing it by myself. It's just a lot of work. It's a lot of cue cards. People are like, oh, hundreds of cue cards. Or like maybe a hundred cue No. It's like easily 30 cue cards per team. I did 20 something teams. That's over 600 cue cards that I went through. So it's a, it's a lot. But anyways, Chan was like, oh, like let me know in his Aussie accent. Aussie… Yo, let me know if you need anything. <laughs> Sorry, that's horrible. <laughs> My Aussie accent's awful. Um, is that British? What am I doing? Awful. awful. Um, but he was like, oh, let me know if you need anything. Like, do you have any questions about like anything? I was like, no, like I appreciate it. Um, I think like one, my one question was like about Stray Kids fandom name. And I think, I believe it stays, right? Got that right. 
Um, but it was it was nice. Any group that has like an English speaking member, it's always good to just kind of break the ice. So um, they were they were fun. They're super energetic. Um, we had a good time, and hopefully they come on the show sometime. Uh, another group where they have English speaking members um, is the boys. They have Eric of the same name. First of his kind of the no wait how do you how what? Eric and I have the same name obviously um but he it's him and then there's Kevin who's in the boys and I didn't even know he there was another English speaking member I was so thrown off it's like finding a rare Pokemon we're like what I didn't even know you existed bro but he exists um yeah we spoke and then they were like uh we should go like grab a meal sometimes like all right. It's a day. No, okay. So, um, so there's Eric, there's Kevin, and there's Joseph. And just like I was saying, like anytime there's English speaking members, it's easier to become a little closer to the team. So, um, we ended up talking a little bit. I didn't realize how young they were. Eric and I are Didongap, and if you don't know what Didongap is, like D in Korean is like your zodiac sign, right? So when you're Didongap, that means you're 12 years apart. So I was born in '88. Little Eric's born in 2000. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, so super young. But again, the boys, you guys know I, I've spoken highly of them. They were one of like the first artists that we sp- spoke about on Hibok Show. We even had like a, the boys signed CD giveaway over a year ago. Um, but would love to have them on the show sometime. They've been really cool. And um, we're going to hang out at some point. Who else did I see? There's a lot of people I saw. There's just so many that I like don't even like it's all a blur. I didn't see Chonga. I I did see Very Very. Um Very Very uh they were they're were, like super enthusiastic and like very excited and like really they worked their butts off and they just shot Idol 42 I believe here at Dive Studios so I'm excited to see how that turns out. Um who I saw Astro they did not come on a meet and greet, but I did get to see them and say hi. I uh, had not seen them in a while. It's been a long time. It's good seeing them. Um, yeah. So, who else did I see? Gosh, so many people. Uh, there was, oh, I saw this group called TOO. And TOO, they're new. They were just on Road to Kingdom, but they've only been around for like three, four months. And there are a few kids in that group who I've seen from a while ago. They were trainees at my, I guess I call it label. They they were trainees where I practice. And I had even given them like tips when they first started training. I was like, uh, you need to sing this differently. You need to do this differently. That kind of stuff. Just feedback, constructive criticism. And I knew they were in the group. And so I was like excited to just say hi and just like congratulate them on debuting. Because, you know, to debut is a big deal. And so I go in. And I was like, hey guys, how are you guys? Nice to see you guys. Congrats, everybody, the entire team on debuting. I don't know you guys personally, but like, congrats. And then it was after the show, um, two of them come up to me like, oh, like, 선배님, 기억 다시 안 나시겠지만. They're like, oh, like, 선배, like, I'm sure you don't remember, but like, we were trainees with you. Like, we're trainees at the place you practice. And I was like, of course I know. Like, that's why I said hi. And they're like, oh my God, you remember us? Oh my God. And, and I was like, yeah, like I give you feedback. And they're like, oh, we didn't think you'd remember us. Like, no, like, remember, congrats. Like, looking forward to see how you guys do in the future. And 
um, it's it was just uh, it was cute because I felt old again. <laughs> so uh, KCON to me was just an opportunity for me to really reconnect with people that I hadn't seen in a while. Get to meet a lot of new people that I was not very familiar with. Um, and just to kind of get back into the get back into my emceeing hosting chops because I haven't done it in a while. I was kind of stressed because everything's in Korean and I was like, sheesh, I can't read Korean that well. <laughs> like it's hard, man. Like the one thing that I did feel good about is like the amount of scripts and cues that I had to go through is just like insane. But like if this was me five years ago, I would have had a mental breakdown and cried. Because it's so hard. But like now I've gotten to the point where I feel fluent enough in my Korean that I can just kind of make it up. Like I definitely messed up. Like I definitely… Like I know I messed up. But like I'm good with it. Like people mess up. And then for me like when I know I'm going to mess up in Korean sometimes… I'll just be like okay we're going to switch to English real quick. So let's buy some time. Um, so that that's just kind of the way it went. It was a good time. Um, who else did… I'm C. Alright, I'm just looking through who else do we see. Who else do we see at Kakon? Kakon! At Khan? At Khan <laughs> Film Festival. At Music Festival. Dude, I cannot wait for festivals to be back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we will ever have them back, but I would love for them to come back at some point, but we'll see if they ever do. Also, I'm starving. I haven't eaten anything today. I'm so hungry. Oh my gosh, guys. I'm starving, y'all. Yes. I did see Wanus. I saw… I saw Itzy! So yeah. I mean, I saw a lot of groups. Um, I talked a lot more about like the guy groups. Because I tend to just have more friends in the guy groups. And it's easier to approach. Now when we talk about girl groups… Like we had a good amount of girl groups. We had G-Friend. We had Eyes One. We had… Um, oh My Girl. We had Mamamoo. We had uh, Itzy. And uh, I think those were like the main girl groups that we had. Man. Oh my gosh. I'm looking through this list. There were so many people. Like I saw so many people. I'll be very honest. I went through so many. Like it's all kind of a blur to me. Like every day I had three or four teams. Let's say on average each group has seven team, seven members. Average. How many people is that? That's like over 100 people I think. Right? Three teams. Let's say seven. That's 21 a day for seven days. That's 100. And I had four teams once. So it's like 150 people. I don't remember. I can't remember everybody. So I'm looking at my cheat sheet on my phone. Um, Luna. I met Pentagon. My gosh. Ace. AB6. Oh my girl. Golden Child. And Flying. Okay. Anyways. Just a lot of people. I was really excited about uh, meeting Itzy. Just because I really like their music. And I've never met them. And I had heard that some of them speak English. And so whenever… Again. Whenever there's like an English speaking member. I'm just like curious about like… How did you get here? What is your immigration story? What is your… What is your foundational story? Um, so… It was a good time. All I'll say… KCON was fun. 
I'm glad it's over. Now, let's talk about post-KCON. KCON, you ruined my sleeping schedule. And I will never forgive you for this because I'm in the middle of comeback prep and I legit have just been struggling. Like, what day is today? Today's Tuesday. The last thing was on Friday. I have not been able to properly… Like, after Friday, I try to go to bed every night at like midnight or one so I can get back to being a healthy person. Okay, this is my ring. Okay, this is my aura ring. This tracks my sleep. Okay, it tracks how much I sleep. It tracks my my heart rate. It tracks my REM sleep, my deep sleep, my light sleep, my physical activity, all that kind of stuff. No, this is a sleep tracker. No, we don't. So this is a sleep tracker and it's action. It's like a motion tracker kind of stuff. So what the interesting thing about this ring is that I can track when I fall asleep, when I wake up, how I've slept, my movement patterns, my heartbeat, all that kind of stuff. What I realize is if my heart rate does not go below 50 beats per minute when I sleep, I'm not getting good sleep. So anything above that, I will have like the sleeps where you dream a lot and you have crazy thoughts. It's not even lucid dreaming because like, you know, lucid dreaming, you can kind of control it. And it's like more of like, oh, I'm going to go like fly and ride a unicorn and then go fight a dragon. Like you can kind of direct yourself and have like pleasant dreams. This is like just unpleasant dreams. I had a dream. This is embarrassing. I had a dream. And this is because on Commit or Quit, we're going to talk about uh, it's okay not to be okay or something. It's a new Kim Seon one. Uh, I think in Korean it's like psycho do kentana, which means like it's okay if you're a psycho or something. I don't know. So I watched one episode, go to sleep that night. Guess what my dream was? Okay, my dream there was I was between like True Blood and uh, what is it? Oh, Twilight and like. Pretty much I had friends who were vampires. Embarrassing? Yes. It's embarrassing. I had friends who were vampires. And I don't know what we were doing. But they're like, oh no. Let's run. And I was like, why? They're like, they're coming. I was like, what's coming? The werewolves. (laughs) That's so embarrassing. Maybe because you saw me watching Twilight on my story. I mean, maybe. I don't know where this is from. So then… I get like bullied by werewolves. And they're trying to make me drink some blood. And I was like, I'm not drinking blood. That's disgusting. Why would I drink blood? Isn't that what vampires do? And I'm not drinking blood. And they're like, no, drink it. I was like, nah. And they accidentally dropped this blood on my foot. And as soon as it touches my foot, my foot starts to transform. Kind of like in X-Men where like the big blue hairy dude turns into the big blue hairy dude. I don't know what his name. Beast or something. My foot starts to turn into a werewolf foot. And I became a werewolf in my dream. That's just one of my dreams of like seven dreams I had on a nightly basis. Now, what does it have to do with that Kim Seon drama? It's because that Kim Seon drama is about like this lady being a witch and like fantasy stuff. And that's the only way I could make sense of what was happening to me in my dream. But anyways, all to say, KCON, you made me dream weird dreams. And I'm trying to get back to be comeback healthy and to have my album ready. So that for the past two nights, three nights, I've had horrible sleep. Last night, I went to bed at like… I think I finally fell asleep at 4. 
got up at like 8.30. And then I crashed after I woke up for an hour. Oh, and I did that last night too. I did BAP. I did a live stream concert. I did a live stream concert and I shot another thing. Like I've been busy. So like, you know, I am I think after tonight, I'm going to try to get good sleep tonight. You know, I got two more recordings this week for for the album. I got a music video shoot this week. As soon as I get my sleep tonight, I'll be good. I think. I like to think. Um, hashtag, hashtag I'm busy. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'll talk about my album on the next episode. I think I… I don't know how much I can even share with you guys. But I'll talk about it. And… Um, Oh gosh, I'm dancing, you guys. I'm about to break my back. It's hard. It's like… That's what I… Okay, so… Kihon… Kihon from Monsta X… Was like… Young. I was like, what's up? He's like, I saw your dance. I was like, what are you talking about? And I had like shivers running down my spine. Because I was like… Whenever someone's like, I saw you dance. I get like really embarrassed. And like, no. I saw like… The Amu Young song. Which is like the choreography video. It's like, oh god. He was like, dude, that like this really good choreo. I was like, thanks. I didn't make it. And he's like, yeah, but it's really good. But it's so hard. And I was like, I know. I know it's hard. Can you imagine if an idle dude tells me, a non-idle <laughs> dude, that the choreo is hard, what it feels like for me? <laughs> I just want you to imagine that. He's just trying to bully you for calling into a monster ex. <laughs> this is before the show even happened. Oh. But he was like, yo, but it looks good and it sounds good. And I'm really excited. So congrats. I was like, thank you. But I'm also having an anxiety attack. So um, I'll talk about the album and give you some spoilers on it in the next episode. But I don't know. I didn't I didn't really have much to talk about KCON. Well, I you know what did happen? I think it's Teen Vogue in the States was like the nine things, top things you missed from KCON. And number one says Eric Nam is our new favorite presenter and host. And I was like, if Teen Vogue says it's true, then the world must think it's true. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. This is kind of one of those episodes. I feel like we've had a lot of interviews. We had some song breakdowns. This is one of those that's kind of just me talking about something special. If you guys have something that you're curious about regarding KCON, go ahead. Leave them in the comments if you're watching on Facebook Watch. Um, you can leave us messages all over our socials. Speaking of socials, we do have brand new um, channels. So as you guys know, we have youtube.com slash the dive studios and there's like highlight clips. We have a new channel that's called youtube.com slash dive pods and there are full episodes of other shows. Um, and like old episodes of K-Pop Box. So if you guys want to watch the full thing with video, you guys can go to youtube.com slash dive pods. It's like Tide Pods, but it's not. It's Dive Pods. Um, and then we have a TikTok, which is Dive Studios, where we have a lot of like funny edited stuff of just savage podcastry. Um, so check it out. And then obviously, you guys can watch the full episodes of this episode and… Um, a bunch of K-pop Tebok episodes on Facebook Watch. So just go to Facebook Watch. Type in Dive Studios. Or you could go to my artist page, Eric Nam. And you can watch the full episodes in its entirety. And you can look at my amazingly fresh new mint chocolate chip shirt. With my orange shorts. And Diane was like, you look 
mm, like you just woke up from college. And I was like, That's not what I said. He was just like, like mm. little girl going to right now. <laughs> She goes, Look at that dress you have on. And I was like, Yes, I know. This is a big shirt. It's the only size they had left. Okay. Just owning these new fashion styles. Who made fashion? Not me. So, uh, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We have more episodes coming. Uh, we have more interviews coming too. In the very near future. Um, the, the great thing about me being back in Korea is we have a lot of more people who can come join the show. So, look forward to it. We'll be back. You guys, please. I just want to leave you guys with this. If you guys are listening… No, it doesn't matter where you're listening to from. Please wear a mask. Wash your hands. And social distance. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. Wear a mask. It is incredibly irresponsible and selfish not to wear a mask. And we have to keep ourselves, each other, and other people accountable for this. Because this is BS. If you're not wearing a mask, I don't trust you with nothing. Wear a mask. And also, vote when you can vote. You got to vote. You need to vote. Because things need to change. So go vote and wear a mask and wash your hands. Anyways, that's all I have for my soapbox today on the K-Pop Tabbox show. As we leave you, I just want you to do this real quick. I want you to breathe in through your nose real quick. Exhale through your mouth real slow. Diane, you vomiting? What's going on? Breathe in through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. And repeat after me. I am strong. I'm beautiful. I can do anything. And we're going to get through this together. As long as we wear a mask. All right. I love you guys. Subscribe. Leave us a great comment. Rate and review. I love you guys. I'll see you soon. Bye. Outro. Thank you for listening to K-Pop Debug with Eric Now. British Airways is proud to welcome you to our home, to the thrills of London and the hills of Scotland, to delicious roasts and stunning coasts. Then explore Paris and Madrid and roam around Europe. Devour the art and savour the food, or just shop and shop until you flop into bed. Take off to Britain and beyond. Book now for 2021 and change later with our flexible booking options. Terms apply. Visit BA.com for details.